Well, welcome to Two Slanted Trees, a podcast where a married couple goes through a book together and discusses the results. And so the book we're going through is Pure Pleasure by Gary Thomas. Yeah, in today's episode, we're covering the chapter uh, called Practical Pleasure. Well, the two chapters, actually. Practical Pleasure and uh, the other one is What's Your Pleasure? What's your but pleasure? both of them are about kind of getting practical. Yeah. What, how to have fun. This feels strangely boring as a thing how to have fun um but it's actually no it's good stuff in here yeah so willie i'm gonna ask you uh, what is the funnest thing you've done in the last couple weeks um is this our first podcast since christmas no, no it's not no, no. okay i don't know it's no, been a long no, time no. i feel yeah remember the last podcast we let everyone know that you're sick of christmas huh yeah you're sick of christmas jess oh sick of christmas i think you said i was sick at christmas and i was like i don't no. remember that no no no, yes. you, you abandoned God. God did not abandon you. <laughs> it's Jack. False. Has picked up one. And so what's the best thing that's happened the last couple of weeks? So I went skating actually Monday morning because it was a, uh, a PA day. Yeah. A, a, ped, a day. ped day here in Quebec for our Quebec listeners. And so Jack didn't have school. So I started work a bit late and took Jack and Ted out skating. Yeah. And Teddy's really picking it up now. So that was a lot of fun to, to see him trying and getting back up and trying again. Having fun with it. Yeah. Oh, also, because then the city workers came by and they cut down a tree. So the boys got to watch that. I mean, me too, but. <laughs> fun. Okay, so this pleasure, this pleasure, this chapter is, so get, give me a summary of what it talks about. Um, well, it, it kind of talks about how pleasure is needed, I guess, that it's, you you just can't can't just go without it um and you know often if, if we don't pay attention to our need for it we just miss the signal and so often like often we kind of know that we need pleasure or that we need a break or we need vacation or we need mm-hmm. to just go have some fun but if we're not paying attention we think it's like oh i just need to like get this work done or i need to um just finish these things and then and then i can relax rest and relax yeah. or then i then it won't so be stressed, stressed or it's or... like as soon as i i'll feel know, better when i finish this thing yeah i'll feel better when i've finished my course or i'll feel better when i've uh i don't know when like this project's done at work or i'll feel better when it's summer or i'll feel better yeah but it might be that your body or your brain is telling you actually just go have some fun yeah <laughs> he started off the chapter with this illustration where he was like he kept he was couldn't fall asleep because uh, his smoke detector was going off, and but every time he checked each smoke detector, it was the wrong one, and beeping continued, and he was like basically ready to take a baseball bat to every single smoke detector at his house. He was just so mad, and then his son came in from being out, and just to say that he was home before curfew, and he said, "Oh, hey, dad, did you notice that you have a message on your phone?" And that was what the beeping was the whole time. And so he used that as saying like he was trying to diagnose the problem, but he had the wrong solution. Hmm. And so um, he, yeah, I guess he asks, he kind of points out that um, fun can be like, fun, like you said, this can be the solution to even our spiritual ailments, we think at times. Like if you're thinking I maybe, you know, I'm struggling in my prayer life or... Um, I don't feel close to God, but actually maybe the problem is, is that you're just too, 
stressed or or you've fallen into the religious trap of trying harder or trying to earn when what you earn God's favor when what you just need to do is just to like chill out and be the person that God has created to you to be by yeah enjoying life actually that happened over the Christmas holidays eh okay that I think in the morning or over lunch you and I were having a conversation just about kind of like life and some frustrations and I realized I was being kind of gloomy and I think you did too I don't remember this, so... Okay. But then, then, it was a nice day, and it was vacation holidays, so I took the boys out to the park, and we, like, dug in the snow for an hour, and I came back in, and I guess you didn't realize this at all, maybe, but I came back, I feel like I told you this, but I was like, I feel like these problems weren't as big as I thought they were, right? Because I just went outside on a nice day, and I played in the snow for, like, an hour, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but it's, you know, uh, I, I, I think I could kind of tell at that point that I was like... I'm starting to just kind of overthink stuff and yeah, I'm starting to get just kind of stressed and, out yeah. and been stuck inside for too long. And that's why things feel frustrating, but getting out and seeing some sunlight. Um, yeah. Having it was actually get, what I needed to do. And actually so. like there, there is even the physiological aspect of like getting your body moving, getting your blood pumping. It's, um, it gets your endorphins going, gets brain thinking. It's all good things for your body. Yeah. But that, that, that kind of reminds me of, I remember a time I was, um, in university and I was, I guess I just gotten so stressed from school and tightly wound about, you know, my higher responsibility side. And, you know, my dad had picked me up, I guess coming home for a weekend or Christmas or I don't remember. And we were in the car and I was just, you know, telling him everything. And, and then, you know, I started feel having this sensation that I hadn't felt in a long time and I was starting to relax and, and feel good. And I'm like, what is happening? Like what? And I realized, we were laughing mm. and I just like the tension melted away. I didn't even realize I had become so tightly wound until I was like, I haven't laughed. I don't remember the last time I laughed. And it's just like kind of weird. But I mean, now you and I know enough that we're just like, we're going to watch on TV tonight. We need a funny show today. We need a funny show. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you have funny show recommendations, please send them our way because these days, and that's kind of what we want to talk a little bit more about, or I want to talk about it with this with this chapter is, how do we do these practical pleasure things yeah. in the time of COVID when we are locked into our houses yes. and, or, you know, limited in our capacity to do the things? Yeah, we will get to that. But one of the things that came up in this chapter too was he talked about like the religion trap where sometimes, I think as Christians, sometimes we can feel like, well, things aren't going well. Well, I should maybe pray more or I should yeah. be more be more serious, right? About about facing my issues or facing my problems. And and then it just often makes things worse because you're just more stressed. Like you're more focused on your issues and more focused on your problems. Um instead of realizing that maybe what you need is some joy. Yeah. <laughs> or, or or yeah, just like uh that that's that that God made us to have fun too. Mm-hmm. And so if you're really denying that part of your life, it's going to start messing up other parts of your life and, um, and, and it'll be confusing, but what you really need to do is just do something that's, that's enjoyable yeah. to, to take your mind off of the situation or, or whatever, you know, well, because God commanded rest and yeah, yeah. You can't work all the time. You can't, yeah. You can't be serious all the time. And it's the, well, I think it's the most one of the most common reasons for burnout and stuff and depression is a lack of 
fun. And I remember I like for the longest time I had no hobbies, you know, mm. I just did ministry stuff. And so, you know, when I went through my burnout experience, like 10 over way over 10 years ago, 12, 13, 14, I don't know. Um, I didn't have, I didn't do things for fun. I hung out with people and did ministry for fun. Yeah. And so, I mean, since then I've, I've learned to crochet and, you know, I have, you know, I started blogging or, I mean, not really anymore, but now I have outlets for, for that kind of thing. But I think a lot of people don't have hobbies and. Well, and he kind of touches on that too, where it's like, it's like work can become such a distraction from actually having good things in life, right? Because yeah. work feels important. Yeah. So you want to be doing important things all the time. Um, and so, um, and then that can even translate into, you kind of want even your work to be kind of your source of fun. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's good to have important work to do or, or to have... Meaningful stuff. Meaningful and, and even enjoyable yeah. work to do. But often like the 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 make or break moments at work are when it's not fun. The really hard stuff. Right? Like it, when it actually gets really hard. And then if you're expecting it to be hot, fun, then it's just totally miserable. Yeah. Rather than being able to say, well, this is unpleasant right now, but like I'm, I still have the weekend coming and I'll enjoy the weekend, even though this week of work has been really miserable. I thought that was just like a, a helpful insight, helpful balance of like, yeah. Um, but I think that the, like the, the issue, part of the issue there is, is the way that we think about what is meaningful and what is good and hmm. useful because like recreation is good and meaningful and useful. And like, I think I had for a long time had learned to categorize that as like extra or, you know, not selfish, but like side you know, I don't know, th things that you can do with your extra time. But if you fill your time with all these good and strategic things, that is the best. But I think that is a very dangerous narrative. Um, and fun is important. Yeah. And it's not just not just fun, like creativity and or whatever, working with your hands. If you're like, like to do construction, I don't know. These things are built into the who we are as people, who God has made us, and we will like wilt. Our our inner flower will wilt, will you? <laughs> but we will like we'll shrivel up if we don't have these things that feed our soul. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that we kind of need these regular rhythms of of fun. Um, or a, a pleasure. I mean, Sunday, a day of rest is one, one, I guess, example of that. But not just rest, like, not just not working, but like, yeah, like do restoration. Fun things, and, do yeah. fun things, or do enjoyable things. Yeah. Sometimes enjoyable is maybe not always fun. I don't know. Is that, can I say that? You're like, I like that, but I would I call it fun? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I might have just opened uh, that a seems side very conversation. You're the uh, philosopher. If you like it, it's fun. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. Which is a category we need to appreciate a bit more. It's like appreciate and observe and and, and participate in it or what? Well, that it's okay to do things because they're fun. Oh yeah. It's like, why did you do that? Was it strategic? Oh, Was it I'm practical? fine like, with fun. No, I'm a seven I, wing, Willie. Yeah, I know, but it just, I think. 
Why is this house not clean? Not fun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Viewed to our marriage. (laughs) (laughs) But the... Sometimes we want to have like a a deep reason for for why we're doing anything that we're doing. Um, But to realize like that that God just made us with like desires and and stuff that we like. And and so to not be... um, Give... Not to not give too high of an importance to the reasons why we do things, I guess, yeah. and say, like, why do you, why does your church have that kind of music? It's like, what's the music that I like? That's fine. And and not not feel the need to impose that on someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And some people like board games, and that's perfectly fine. That that yeah, that's there's whole that's groups of people who like board games, and they can continue to play board games. Yeah. In, in the comfort of their own homes. On their own Zoom calls. Yeah. Okay. Although I might be bored enough that I might start getting into board games. Board games. <laughs> B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to read a quote here? Yeah. There's a great little quote from Dr. James Houston. Um, it says, We remain human beings with quivering flesh and throbbing nerves <laughs> who need the small des- delights of emotional well-being. <laughs> what? Can <laughs> well, I like the quote, okay, but yes, but we're just gonna. Like... <laughs> we're just like shriveling in a corner. <laughs> Take care of my emotional well-being. Hey, why are we making fun of ourselves it's, here? No, it is just the the language he uses is a little provocative in my mind. <laughs> Quivering flesh and throbbing veins, <laughs> throbbing nerves. Same difference. Okay, what is well, the rest the of it? Well, what the you have in your mind? I, I guess I uh, feel like a helpless... and throbbing are usually... Anyways. I, that's frostbite, isn't it? Like you're freezing outside sure. and nobody's it's taking care of you. also words that are used in like erotica. <laughs> Whoa, so... that's... Okay, no. There, people have taste, but that's not a permitted one. That you is gotta, not a permitted you one. You gotta take no. that out of the Kindle. <laughs> I have not ever put anything like that on our Kindle. But, okay, so I will read the second half of that. Uh, he says, we remained human beings... Just skip With the flesh and nerves who need the small delights of emotional well-being. So, can you unpack that? Well, I guess that... I think that there's weak... Like, that we're not robots. Yes. Right? And we can't just power through everything. Yeah. And we do need those small delights of, like, coffee in the morning or... Oh, I miss coffee. I like coffee. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to cut back on caffeine intake. Yeah. Okay, so or, but I guess he says earlier, God uses the familiar rhythms of pleasures to soothe our bodies, sprinkle contentment in our souls, and fortify our hearts against temptation. Um, these rhythms allow us to fall asleep to many temptations so that we can feel rested and wake up alert for the task at hand. Um, so I, the other thing he says at the beginning was that um, he said, like, have we ever considered that Satan actually uses... Um, pleasure or a lack of pleasure to distract us. So he can he uses both pleasure over over indulgence and pleasure to distract us from Jesus, but also um, lack of pleasure to distract us because we just get into this like zone of I don't know of just like gritting our teeth. Yeah, talking about yeah. grit and grit, grit and bear it or not even grit and bear it. Um, well, and I, I like this. Um, he says, you might want a ma- mystical cure for your ailing soul when what you really need is a good barbecue. I feel like that quote right now 
kind of summarizes probably what a lot of us are feeling in like COVID lockdown, like restrictions where we're just, maybe our lives feel a little bit more gray. And that's partly because we are being, um, we're not being permitted our typical, you know, gatherings and like, you know, um, yeah, because Willie was, like, giving examples when we were chatting this before. He's like, just, you know, if you're feeling sad, go for lunch. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> like, I can't just go for lunch with people, Willie. <laughs> I can't just. So I watch more TV. and But you know what? You know what I think we need to do? We need to get one of those roll-up pu- puzzle things. Even though they're, like, a hundred bucks or something stupid. <laughs> because we had so much fun, like, nerding out on that puzzle. Like, on, for on New, Year's New Year's Eve. Eve. I mean, we used to party every New Year's Eve with, like... You know, like that, the New Year's Eve party that we always went to, um, the puzzle was my favorite of all the last several years. I think that's because we're boomers now. Maybe. <laughs> well, it's probably also because I was like trying to stay in, like had sleeping babies in the hotel room and while yeah. everybody else was going doing fun things. But yeah, it just, I liked that. Yeah. But you know, okay, here's another thing that I'm, I'm looking forward to doing when lockdown ends. I want to go to the Musée de Beaux-Arts because mm. that looking at art, I don't know. Hmm. It makes my soul sing in a different way. And I keep forgetting that, that I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe we could look at, so that was chapter six on just kind of practical of like, you just need to meet the pleasures. But then he gets into very practically of... Um, just different categories. What's it called? Um, he yeah. What's your pleasure? Yeah. So he um, gives, breaks it down. Yeah, he just breaks it down. And okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this story because it's it's a good laugh. I'm gonna read this. He says a legendary account tells of the time when renowned Baptist and cigar smoking Charles Spurgeon invited the famous tele, uh, the famous evangelist Dwight Moody to preach at his church. Moody. Pr- proceeded to rail against every evil and hypocrisy of Christians who smoked. Spurgeon then got up facing the congregation who knew him and his vices and said to Moody, well, Mr. Moody, I'll give up my cigars when you put down your fork. (laughs) Sassy. Sassy Spurgeon. I think that's what he was called, the Sultan of of Sass. Sass. uh, Isn't that what they called him? I have no idea. So, yeah, Moody liked to eat and Spurgeon liked his cigars. Um, anyways, I thought that was funny. So he gives, he basically just takes this whole chapter and says, let's look at the different things that you can enjoy. Um, so let's see. Okay, so sensory pleasures. So, like, do you, are you, like, a hands-on kind of person? Do you like to, like, carve? Or do you like having, being, getting a massage? Or... Remember when people used to think that, like, iPhones were just, like, just just the one to hold it in their hands no so it was like glass and glass yeah that's and... true my first iphone i was like eh, whatever that sound means um so then and people would save the boxes from the iphones i mean i still have my box okay, no you don't oh. <laughs> <laughs> i definitely threw that out my is was throwing stuff throwing garbage out is that that's a joy of yours <laughs> oh it totally is okay here it does feel good once like i've i've come to the point where like, I'm a light hoarder, but I, I've now come to terms with... I'm old enough now that I can understand when I've things have been there for a couple years and I haven't touched it. So then I just get rid of it. Mm. Okay, hearing. So, I guess listening to music. 
Yeah. Um, or like, you know, audiophiles who listen, who spend like so much money on their headphones or whatever. Speaking of, so Jess asked for a speaker this Christmas. Sonos, not a Bose, a Sonos. Yeah. Um, and so with some hesitation, I was like, okay, this is what Jess will have for Christmas. And we have it in our house. And then she fired it up Christmas Day, of and course. And you were like, wow. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, Oh, this sounds good. And I think I use it more than you do now. Yeah, I listen to like talks on it while I'm cooking or whatever. But yeah, you I listen actually to music actual on. music on it. Yeah. yeah. It's got nice bass and everything. So tasting, yeah. you know, enjoying some solid cilantro and <laughs> and all Willie's dairy products that I cannot have. Um, I guess, yeah, the foodies, like all that kind of thing. Um, let's see what else. Um, the other sensory ones, smelling. Um, he's really into Yankee candles. So. <laughs> is, that, is that what he says? Yeah. I think I, I, think I skimmed this he's, part. Okay. Oh yeah, he says, in some ways I have a woman's nose. Women generally have more sensitive smell than men, but early in life I realized how much pleasure I get from the smelling, from the way something smells. I'd walk by a girl in a high school cool hallway, be dazzled by how good she smelled and almost want to propose on the spot. Will you marry me? I don't know you. But if you smell like that, I'll figure it out. We'll, <laughs> we'll it. learn to love each other. We'll figure it out. Yes. Um, I'm, I like I like that. I like. I feel like uh, having a nice smelling house makes our house feel cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, looking. This is the other category, he says. Um, yeah, so like Musée de Beaux-Arts. Yeah. Like to go to, a, go to an art museum to go and see. Or even window shopping, I guess he gives us an example. Oh, yeah. That. So then he also has a category called pursuit pleasures. So well, before we get to that, because sure. like yeah, kind of sensory, because I feel like within like a uh, within a pandemic context, it's like those are ones that like it's um, sensual, it's consumption mm-hmm. sort of things, and that's kind of what you can do. Is still like you can listen to music, you, you watch cook, movies, yeah. you can kind of yeah, you can look at art on a computer or yeah. on a screen, which is a very different. Totally, it really yeah. isn't the I'm same, sure and you realize counts. how different it yeah. is. Where it's just like, you're just like scrolling through Wikipedia articles Although, is not the same as going to an art museum. Yeah, um, was it Morgan Harper Nichols? That her name? I love her. I, I keep, keep thinking it's maybe it's Morgan, but it's Megan. Um, she has this like such great um, art, and um, yeah, Morgan Harper Nichols. She, I mean, so many people share her stuff right now, but she does the, like art and poetry together. And that is just like, oh, I love her stuff. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. And Facebook too. But she, she just writes these nice little sayings that I think like everybody in the world can kind of relate to right now. And um, it's kind of like poet, poetical therapy. Anyways, you can look at that on the screen. That's nice. It does. Um, so then... Pursuit pleasures. Those ones are, yeah. So he gives creation as example, like um, making stuff. Yeah. Creative being like photography or making candles or I don't know. For me, that would include like home renovations, stuff like that yeah. too. Which is. You're like a handworking kind of guy, right? Yeah. And that's because you take a mess and you make it right. Oh, okay. Right? And that's what I like about, well, cooking, it's like you take a bunch of things and you put them together and it tastes good. And you're skeptical of that. But once once we got the lights working in our house, you're like, oh, I, or maybe you just felt like a grown up once I got the electrical well, work done. I think it was nice that it was done because I didn't have to keep leaving the house. Hmm. But also... No, you specifically said 
this is how grown-ups live when all the light switches worked and there was plugs in, in the rooms where they were supposed to be. Maybe I said that when I walked into our closet and the light turned on because there was a motion sensor closet and I was like, oh. Yeah, you're, you're going to save like two seconds every day I literally for don't the care rest about of your that. life. That we're in this <laughs> no, because I never even turned on the light before, but now if never... I don't turn on the light and I can see things. Let there be light. This is like the classic, like, I scriptural content. Anyways, don't... I find that actually, I, I do find it very enjoyable. Now, what's super annoying right now is that I can't, you guys can't go anywhere. So if I have to make a mess, I have to do right it away. between the hours of like end of work and bedtime. Mm-hmm. So I got a little like two and a half hour window there. Because you can't do it and while I can't, I can't leave the mess around because we need kind of need every house, room in the house right now for living in. There's a toddler who's always trying to get in stuff. Yeah. But but it is fun, kind of. It's a little stressful right now. Yeah. But kinda kinda ways balance on the balance it works out. Because you're you like you know, you're working with your hands kind of person. Yeah. So okay, creation excitement. I guess people like to be excited and that's a form of okay, okay, so he gives bungee jumping, rock climbing, what are those adrenaline sports? Um, marathon running, um, mental stimulation. You like that, really? Puzzles and being a nerd and, um, like brain, brain, like stimulators, um, relationships, connection, human connection. He gives that as example. Laughter. Um, yeah. So those are his categories. He gives. Are there people that don't like laughter? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Didn't I watch, didn't we watch something and it was like, it was one of those dumb, um, dating shows or something. And she, somebody was just like, I don't like jokes. And we're like, what? <laughs> like, who that's, that's are right. you? <laughs> She's like, jokes are dumb. <laughs> we're like, oh. Wasn't it uh Bollywood bride or something? Oh yeah. That one. Indian matchmaker. Yeah. 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 That was a good one, by the way, people, everyone. But she's just like, uh, she's like, he's a comedian. She's like, that's stupid. She's like, like, that's not funny. Funniness is stupid. (laughs) We're like, who are you? (laughs) She lightened up over time. Definitely recommend that one. Also, Love is Blind. Recommend that. I do. I do not. But like, do, don't you? I don't, I never watched that. with a season two. So I'm pretty thrilled about that. Hopefully it'll come out. Maybe they filmed it in the summer. Oh, no, they're in America. They can do whatever they want because no one cares about COVID. Freedom. Um, so, for you, Willie, um, out of taste, he- hearing, sound, sight, um, which ones do you think are, like, top categories for you? Oh. Like, right now or, like, all the time? All the time. I mean, taste is pretty high up there. It is true. The bane of my existence. But, um, I feel like probably sound is, is higher now. I find myself paying attention to what I hear. In a good way and bad way because the kids are noisy, right? Yeah. But I have earplugs and sound canceling headset. Yeah, now. Yeah. Well, I remember like when we, because we had those, the Berkman tests done for work and it categorizes your top 10, like, kind of, what oh, are they yeah. called? Um, like mechanical. Mechanicals. Like, so they had literary nu- musical, nu- numerical, all these different types of interests. Um, scientific, mathematical. And my top three were 
um, literary, artistic, and musical. Hmm. And yours were like mechanical, literary, and math or something like that? No, musical. Yeah. I think so. But literary was up there. Yeah. And mechanical, right? Because they like said you should be like a poet mechanic or like... Yeah. Preacher farmer or something. Yeah, poet farmer. Poet farmer. Wendell Berry. <laughs> so, um, I I found that super, like, I, I really like that. That, I, like, when it finally told me, like, these are your things. And if you don't have these, your soul will, like, just die. And I was like, oh, it's true. Like, it was just nice to have somebody say that. Hmm. Or, I mean, a personality test revealed that to myself. <laughs> yeah. BuzzFeed. Um, Buzz, BuzzFeed quizzes. Don't knock it. Don't knock it until you try it. Um, but yeah. it is quality, um, quality, quality, quality journalism, quality content. Yeah. It I think is, they, they content. broke some important to- stories. So when we get back to on that, um, one thing I want to talk about too, though, like we've talked about like all these different things that are fun or enjoyable or that restorative, but obviously right now, I mean, Montreal, we're on lockdown for at least another three weeks. 8 PM curfew. Yeah. Yeah. 8 PM curfew cannot meet with anyone. I, I was talking to one of the parents at, at school, actually, after dropping Jack off. With a mask on. With a mask on and everything. But then we're kind of walking back home. And prior to this, we just walked back home together. But then it's like, well, we better walk like a few steps apart so it doesn't look like a gathering. Is that what you did with Owen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we just walked together. Okay. I, I mean, and stuff. But we don't hang out at the park after, which is yeah, sad. Yeah. Our but children cry. so many of the things that we like are just on hold yeah for an indefinite period of time like we don't know like yes they say three weeks but who they're lying we don't, i don't think they're <laughs> they're well-intentioned but we have learned i don't think they're lying just speaking of conspiracy theories that sounds like a lot of fun it is fun <laughs> i mean not when you like not when you the believe castle it because you... yeah but like yeah anyways we won't get into that on this on this episode we, none of us are but really we wanted to talk that. about how how do you deal with the fact that you have to put it all, all the fun that we yeah. want to have just kind of gets put off for now and how do you kind of anticipate that and say hey i'm looking forward to that and like be planning out road trips and planning out the things you're going to do but also being like i don't know when this is going to happen yeah i don't know i i think like i mean it is now that it feels like there's a, a well we have been able to say like this is what we should do let's go to see this person let's go you know, I, I propose the idea of ditching our children and going backpacking in Europe or something like that. Um, it's hard to ditch children when they're like two. So. What do you mean? They can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to bring our children on a European No, tour, I could definitely outrun trip? them. I'm not <laughs> <bringing them. laughs> um, So in some ways, it's kind of fun to think of like the things that we could do after. But in reality, day to day, like I think when when it's we're trying to practically put together these things that it's saying it's like you feel sad you should go have fun and i'm like but i can't that makes me feel more sad yeah how do we like hold space hold space for i don't know do we just eat more get fat yeah i feel like there's limits to that like, yeah, but i think yeah i don't know like there eat. really aren't limits to getting fat oh, yeah. yes other there's than health limits death yes but I think they're just the idea of anticipating, like, yeah, even daydreaming or, or planning out fun. Because, I mean, even in regular times, you do that. You do plan out vacations in advance or... Yeah. Or think about... Or you're waiting for a show to come out or waiting for... Or, yeah, you wait for 
the time when you actually get to see people. It's just, there's an added burden to it because it's like, there's just like almost nothing you can do right now. So, but I think it's, I, I do think actually though that like the anticipation is, is part of, part of the pleasure. And so yeah. to read it like that and say, hey, like that, it's kind of like um, turkey tastes better at Christmas because you only have it once or twice a year or, or other things like that. So it's like, okay, well, so take this kind of dry time in stride too. And part of it is just recognizing that what is unpleasant right now is that it's not fun, which sounds like... Say that again. What is unpleasant, unpleasant about a pandemic is that it's not... There's no fun. There's no fun. Yeah, I know. Right? It's, it's, not, not... it's not actually that you're terrified of death or anything. It's yeah. just you're... It's just boring. Yeah, you're bored. And it's depressing. And you're... But you're also disconnected from a lot of, like, your natural out. out. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, you know, reading... I posted on Facebook, I asked people what, like, what are you doing to like for fun? And a lot of people are, are saying like they're doing, they're cooking more, they're trying new recipes or, you know, one person's like, I'm doing therapy. And I was like, okay, that's fun. Like it's a, a, a great noble endeavor, but I'm not sure how to qualify that for the whole fun. family. <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess I've been baking more and I like that and. And stuff like that. But I mean, man, I miss people. But anyways. You're my people. I am We're two slant trees. We can't do this on our own. true. And I am very glad to be quarantined with you. Aww. Let's Let's be quarantined forever together. You're my quarantine partner. But let's not be quarantined forever. No, not for forever. Yeah. We, we're, anyone who's listening, someday we would be happy to, to see you again. Yeah. And I am feeling like there's now that there is the the controversial vaccine. <laughs> there's nothing controversial on our. our on I don't our... actually think conspiracy theories are that much fun. No, I'm just saying people are like, I'm not getting in. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Like, sign me up. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's so like if, you're if 65. You... Can I have yours? Like. <laughs> okay. Anyways. I think that's a really good note to end this on. Because we're rambling? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we're uh, becoming anti-vaxxers. What? I'm not. Oh, okay. I don't no, know. I'm saying they are 65 and they don't want it. I'll take your vaccine. Like, yeah. can you just, like, line up and then just, I'll, I'll put my shoulder in? Like, anywho, do Anywho. It's past my bedtime, so let's wrap this up. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. Hope, hope I hope it was enjoyable. And uh, take care of yourselves. And tell us what you're doing for fun, despite not being able to leave the house after eight, like a bunch of parents. <laughs>